What's going on? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about how to beat a dead bedroom through Carezza, which is deeply bonded, heart-centered, non-ejaculatory lovemaking originally derived from the Christian communes in America of the 1800s, so quite a mouthful. All right, if you have a dead bedroom, which means you're not having sex in your relationship, this is the video, audio, article, however you get this content for you, for you, okay? And you might be surprised to hear this coming from a guy like me who wrote the book, How to Fuck Women Properly, How to Get Laid on Tinder. Um, I've got some very sexual articles. I've got sexual, you know, articles on getting laid. But I'm telling you, I'm speaking from experience, Okay. A dead bedroom or not having sex in your relationship is a big problem. You might not think it is, but if you're watching this video deep down, you know that it is. Okay, there's a whole Reddit devoted to dead bedrooms. Um, you know, people are telling themselves sex isn't such a big deal. I've got a good partner and all these logical reasons why they should stay together. But sex is, is a big fucking deal when you're not having it. When you're having it consistently, it's easy, just like money. Money's not a big deal when you have money, but it's a huge fucking deal when you don't have it. It's the same thing with sex, okay? It's the beginning of the end of your relationship. Every divorce starts with not having sex, most likely, okay? It's either that or constant fighting, usually over money or how to raise the kids. Those two things in combination with each other, fighting and no sex, that relationship's going down. There is no neutral in the game of life, just so you guys know. You're either... You know, in your business, in your personal relationships, you're either going up every year or you're or you're going down. Okay. It only seems like neutral when you're lying to yourself. You're saying, well, I'm maintaining, but you there's no maintaining. Okay. You just can't see it at the time because the, it's just a gradual shift down. You'll be able to see it three, six months, a year later that you weren't maintaining. And a breakup, if you're truly on your game, Okay, if you truly have game, you should never be surprised. There's so many of these guys out there who are like, my div wife divorced me out of nowhere. Dude, that, that problem was going for 10 years, okay, that you were ignoring or you just weren't aware of. So it's about tuning in and it's about um, recognizing that you do have a problem and what is the solution to that problem, okay? So basically... That dead bedroom is super common. People just don't talk about it. Uh, the old term for it used to be called a seven-year itch. Now the scientific term is called the Coolidge effect, which basically means they say it's a biological phenomenon seen in animals whereby males and females exhibit renewed sexual interest whenever a new partner is introduced, even after cessation of sex with with prior part, but still available partners. So in fucking layman's terms, it means people get bored of fucking each other. All right. Which we know. Um, and the reason is we get bored of everything. If we have it all the time, if it's our only option, you can have a thousand dollar steak and a love steak. And it's this gorgeous Kobe or Wagyu beef, or it's a T-bone or it's a New York strip loan, whatever you love. And it's got the right sauce and it's got mashed potatoes next to it or it's got a baked potato. And when you have that steak once a month, you're in heaven. When you have that steak, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the rest of your fucking life and that's the only option you have, chances are you're going to hate that steak. Some people are able to eat, love that steak for the rest of their lives, but a lot of people get sick of eating that same fucking thing 
and they regret the, the fact that they promised to only eat that same thing, all right? So that's something to understand. The marriage life, lifetime monogamy is not natural. That's why that people make those marriage vows around their whole community. It's why it was based around religion and there was so much social pressure and financial incentives to stay together. At least there were. There's not as many now. Because people know that people would cheat and leave, all right? But, but you know, tribal leaders and, and, and leaders of society recognize you need people together, having a family, raising children, so that society effectively, uh, you know, effectively functions, raising new members of society so that men aren't killing each other over women. I can only imagine what things looked like 5,000 years ago, you know, or, or 10,000 years ago prior to that as agriculture was developing and, and there weren't these, you know, there were less of, less of these codes in place, um, you know, with people cheating, guys killing each other. I, it would have been a mess, okay? So on one hand, people aren't naturally monogamous lifetime, but on the other hand, you know, it is for the society we live in, there, there are benefits of that. Um, you can see it now in, in the divorce rate and how it, it, it fucks up children, right? Where 50% of people are divorced and, and kids are being raised without a father or, or separated parents and, and it's a traumatic thing. So there, there is value to these long-term relationships, even though I will never get legally married, okay? Because the, the marriage contract is so dangerous financially to men. And I, 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 I advise you to do the same. You can partner with someone, but but the legal marriage I would never do. I actually did an article and a video on that if you're interested. But regardless, no sex is a big problem for a relationship because a relationship is built around love. Literally, sex is making love. Okay, when when you're when you're having that type of sex. All right, if it's like kinky, like you know, Fifty Shades of Grey stuff. Well, that's different. But like the actual lovemaking, you're creating love. Okay, so if you don't have that, you, you're, you're losing a major source of, of love generation, which is very bad because you're, you're, the, the foundation of your, of your relationship is built on you know, loving that person. So that's a problem. And what happened is the dead bedroom leads to cheating or resentment or just sort of people drifting apart because they're not bonding anymore. Okay, or they're not bonding at a higher level. Oftentimes, it's the woman who gets bored first. Women um, are actually less suited to long-term monogamy than men are. They get bored first. As guys, we can sort of power through. We have higher testosterone. We can power through. They, like Guys might not be super interested in having sex with their wife, but at least it's sex. At least they can have it with somebody, and they can power through. But it's usually the wife who starts saying no. Okay, Women want to get married first, but they also are less suited for monogamy, and they're the ones who want to get divorced first. 70% of divorces are initiated by women. A lot of this is covered in uh, Michelle Langley's excellent book called Women's Infidelity. Uh, she's a woman who cheated on her husband and she inter she basically breaks down the, the biological reasons and interviews um, other women who have cheated, but she does not uh, give excuses to these women or to herself. Okay, she holds them accountable uh, because a lot of the, you know these women interviewed were trying to blame the husband for not doing this or that, or not putting the toilet seat up, or whatever the fucking reason is. Uh, but the, the reality was she got bored of having sex with the guy and stopped, lost interest, and cheated on, cheated on him, violated her, her vows. 
Um, and men do this too as well. I'm not just put throwing women under the bus, but it's, it's, it's important to understand why that is. And, and it's eye-opening to read those firsthand accounts of, of you know, women's infidelity and how they rationalize that. With that said, that book is a bit depressing. It doesn't solve the problem. It, it identifies the problem. The book that solves the problem is called Cupid, Cupid's Poison Arrow by Marnia Robinson, another, uh, another um, excellent book. And the cure is Caretza, or like this gentle, non-ejaculatory, heart-centered bonding sex, also covered on her excellent website, reuniting.info. Reuniting.info, excellent website. I would read everything on that site. Uh, you can also read from people who have beaten uh, dead bedroom. A lot of experiences shared on that, on that website. So the key to Caretza is gentle lovemaking, lots of slow connected sex, moving the energy from your dantian or pelvic floor into your heart chakra. Um, no orgasms for either person and no porn or masturbation, especially not those two, okay? You might be surprised to hear that coming from a guy like me, considering I've written books like How to Fuck Women Properly and How to Get Laid on Tinder and all these crazy things. But I'm telling you, when you, when you experience that, okay, when you experience the lifestyle where for a decade I'm, I'm, I'm just having all this casual sex with girls, the more I do it, the more women I have, the, the faster you get bored. Okay, my friends who have the same experience level, you can have sex with a girl once or twice and be bored. Okay, because your biology is that desensitized to it. It's like you, you've been mainlining the casual sex drug for a decade. You're you're bored and and it's very difficult to fall in love because you you've been chasing that that new ejaculatory high with a different woman. Okay, and you'll 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 blow off a girl that you're seeing consistently on the off chance you might get laid with another girl because you're just chasing that ejaculatory high of a new woman and your and your biology is just trying to get everyone pregnant. And it was a total game changer when I realized how much ejaculation was draining my energy and my mood and that I was just I had this vital life force and I was just it was like a car battery that I was just draining every day randomly without benefit and spending time and money and energy to find someone who I could drain this battery on or in. <laughs> okay. So like horrible. And once I figured out the key that every, the key to everything was non ejaculation, it was game changing. It was game changing. Okay. Especially when you can, I'm telling you, this might sound like some woo woo hippie bullshit, but when you haven't ejaculated for three months, dude, and your wife hasn't masturbated or your girlfriend hasn't masturbated because a lot of women secretly, when it's the dead bedroom, they're secretly masturbating in the bathtub or whatever. They're reading 50 shades of gray. Even if they tell you they're not, they're fucking lying. So when you both stop doing it, you're going to be sexually charged all the time, all the time. And so now you're, it becomes exciting again to be with someone else because your sexual charge is so high to be with your wife again. And then you implement the slow bonding and the caretza and the no ejaculation. So you're not chasing this ejaculatory high. You're chasing the, the love and the deep connection in, in, in the actual sexual act. So the cure is really a lot more sex and no orgasm. And the, and the slower, deeper bonding type of sex. Okay, and if you can work on moving the energy up into your heart chakra, which you can do with practice. 
a lot of stuff on reuniting on info how to do that. Also, you can check out my um, tantric sex slash Caretza articles, uh, as well as check out my book, How to Fuck Women Properly, where I have the last chapter on spiritual sex. That's the best type of sex as far as I'm concerned. And that's the T-bone steak as compared to, compared to like casual sex, which is, which is McDonald's, which is still fun sometimes. Okay, you still want McDonald's, but that is totally different. It's so much better and makes you so much happier. Whereas you can have all the girls in the that you want in the world. It's fun for a year or two when you're starting to become a player and you're you're testing your power and you're just getting used to it and you feel good about yourself. But it gets boring really quickly, especially as you get older and each ejaculation takes more time and more uh, energy out of you and drains your battery battery even stronger. Okay. And so basically this saved when I was living with my ex-girlfriend when I was 30, which is six years ago, I was going crazy because I had basically spent my entire twenties as a player, you know, a few short relationships in there, but mostly just casual stuff or like, uh, the multiple long-term relationships where I'm seeing like two or three girls, you know, over long periods, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not monogamous for very long. So now I fell in love living with a girl in this apartment and I'm going crazy. I mean, I'm in yoga class, these girls bending over in these see-through yoga pants and I feel like a fucking crack addict. Okay. I feel like I'm like sex with another girl would be like, it's, it's like a crack that I'm, that I need. And the, the way that I'm dealing with that is like my girlfriend's falling asleep at night. We're still having sex, but then I'm going into the, into the living room to jerk off to porn so that I can fall asleep. Okay, this is prior to having understood ejaculation, having got it under control. So I'm going to jerk off to porn every night to, you know, on top of the sex I already had with my girlfriend that day because I'm going crazy trying to keep being monogamous, okay? Which is why most players cheat in relationships because it's so hard to do when you when you know you have other options. It wasn't until I figured this, this stuff out and started practicing the Caretza with her and the ejaculation control not only did I not need to fuck or to think about fucking other women, but our sex got so good. Like she was already into very sensitive, like um, deeply bonded and, and, and soft stuff. You know, she didn't have much of a tolerance for the rough stuff. And it, 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 it was incredible. Some of the best sex that I ever had. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't save our relationship, but that was because we had other problems. She was just not compatible with me for a number of reasons, which I covered in other videos, but that, that solved that area. And so I, I knew then that moving forward, any long-term relationship I'm going to have, is going to have to be no ejaculation on my end. Um, no orgasms on both her ends and a girl who's actually interested in, in having spiritual sex, because otherwise I know that I would have no chance, no chance at, at, at maintaining a long-term relationship without cheating or without the dead bedroom thing happening to both of us and, and that leading to resentment. Um, so the, the dead bedroom, the, the Caretta hack is not a guarantee that it, it will make your relationship work. Like you could have other relationship problems that, 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 that can't solve it. It's not also not a guarantee that your girl will want to do that. She might be totally off sex. Okay, and she won't even listen to you. And she basically, you know, doesn't care that you're effectively celibate. She still won't 
engage in that conversation, which is a fucking big problem if she won't even be willing to talk about it. But for many people, many relationships, the Caretta thing will save it, okay, which is a huge thing. And it's a huge thing if you want to be monogamous in the future. If you're thinking about it, it's very important to understand this stuff. Very important. Um, because without Caretta, you're going to get bored of fucking each other over time. I don't care what anyone says. People are married long enough, they're together long enough, they're bored of fucking each other. Married people don't have sex when they've been married for a long time. At least not with each other. <laughs> there, you know, there's a rare few who maybe like 30 years in, they're still having sex once or twice a week. But those are the exception, not the rule. The rule is closer to like they have sex on special holidays or some shit. Or she gives him a blowjob on his birthday. You know, that's, that's more common. Because people aren't supposed to be monogamous. Like, it's not natural. That's why you need to hack nature. Everything good about our world is because we hack nature. Electricity, the smartphone that I'm speaking to you on, the internet that I'm speaking to you on, um, you know, surgeries, hospitals, uh, refrigerated food, okay? All this stuff is a hack. You know, we have to hack if you, like lifestyle design, my, my whole brand is like optimizing life, hacking your life, making it as best as possible. Caretta is the hack for monogamy. It's the game genie for monogamy, for the video game of, of monogamy, okay? Doesn't, doesn't mean it's gonna save your relationship, but it's, it's the best, it is the best shot. It's the best hack. And it's something that you, that you must try and implement, in my opinion, okay? Sure, you can, be, you can never be monogamous. There's guys in my industry that say they'll never be monogamous and teach other guys never to be monogamous, but I'd say that's up to you. You can never be monogamous. Um, there are definitely cons that come with monogamy, which you can see outlined in my How to Develop Your Dating Game Plan series, which is a five-part video, audio, and article series. Uh, but there's also pros that come with monogamy that don't come with other types of relationship, like having condom-free sex with someone and not worrying, um, being able to bond with someone and not know that they got banged out by some other guy the night before. You're able to bond at a much higher level, in my opinion. So there are pros to it. Um, understand the pros and the cons. If you're considering a monogamous relationship, you don't have to be monogamous, but even, in, even if you're having these multiple relationships where you're seeing two or three girls at a time, adding the tantric stuff and the non-ejaculation stuff will prolong the period where you can see these girls. And if you are in a monogamous relationship right now with a dead bedroom, go to reuniting.info, read Cupid's Poison Arrow, and bring this stuff up with the wife or the girlfriend after you've read it, after you've internalized it, and have that conversation, okay? Because it's a big problem. And this could be a total game changer and, and save your relationship. If you have kids, it could save, um, save your partnership, save your kids from having to go through a separation. And, and bring a lot of joy back into your life. The best experiences I've had in the last 10 years are when I've been on Fenibit with a girl that I love having spiritual sex, hands down, okay? Hands down the best experiences that I've ever had. And if you want more information on sex, check out my book, How to Fuck Women Properly, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash products, as well as go to the women section of my website where I've got a ton of information on dating, relationships, and sex that hopefully will be useful to you. So thank you so much for watching uh, or listening. Let me know what you think in the comment section. 
Or if you have any questions, uh, feel free to let me know at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com or in the comment section of my YouTube channel. As always, hope this helps. Wish you all the best in your personal development journey.